Um, thank you so much, Becky, for uh, for inviting me here today. I didn't know about your meeting, and I, I'm so grateful I learned about it. Um, and I'd love to extend um, a special welcome to anybody who's new to the program or maybe coming back or just starting the journey. Um, you're definitely not alone. You're definitely in the right place. And thanks to new timers and old timers alike, because we're all here for each other. Um, so thank you all for helping me do my 12-step work today. Um, so I'll just kind of do a brief um, chronological view of what my life was like before I found program and how it's changed now that I'm working the program of the 12 steps um, directly from the big book of AA as applied to compulsive eating. Um, so as far back as I could remember, I really, I felt just different, like I didn't fit in and um, that this came out in food, but it, it was just a general sense of difference, right? Um, I very quickly um, learned that my little friends um, felt differently and behaved differently around food than I did, right? So like we'd eat lunch and then they'd go and play like normal kids, right? <laughs> and I'd be kind of sitting in my own thoughts about, okay, did I eat too much or what can I eat for dinner? And my whole game, because I, I grew up in a family where, you know, food was very important and that's how you express love, but you were, the message was very, very clear and very, very important that you um, get good grades, you look good in your clothes, you stay thin. And so that, of course, is the perfect storm um, for where I later developed bulimia and uh, compulsive overeating and all of that. Um, so, and I was not able to um, have a healthy outlet for my feelings, especially anger and sadness. Those were not acceptable uh, emotions. And I did not have positive um, examples of how to uh, work through those emotions, let's say. So I internalized this as a kid and uh, it became, food became my best friend. It became my way of self-soothing. Um, and yet it very quickly became my worst enemy, as those of you who are on this journey probably can relate to that as well. Um, so my whole game as a kid and later as an adult was to figure out how I could get away with eating as much as I could and staying fit. Uh, this is tricky, <laughs> as many of you know. Um, and so what happened with that is my whole energy and thought processes were devoted to this. And like, I have years of my life that I just don't remember because I was so focused on the food, right? Or self-soothing or trying to, um, you know, do this game of, of, of getting away with eating as much as I could and uh, staying thin. So I was, a lot of my time was taken up with uh, over exercising. This became apparent in my teen years. You know, I started over exercising, restricting. I developed full blown bulimia at age 14. And then this, of course, uh, ran the gamut of compulsive eating. And what I've learned in program is that you cannot identify who is and who is not a compulsive eater simply by the physical. That has really, I mean, that might be a manifestation in some respects, but it really. It, you can never diagnose somebody just based on appearance. And I think that's a really important thing to remember because this is a spiritual illness. And I spent years trying to 
think of this as, oh, if I just got my food in order, if I just could quote, manage my food, everything would be okay. Um, what I learned in program is that when I work the 12 steps, that compulsion is relieved for me, but I have to show up and do the work, right? I, I, or I get to, I get to do the spiritual work. Living in steps 10, 11, and 12 every day in particular help give me that um, accountability, especially with the 10 steps. You know, whenever I'm feeling uh, those things that would have before programs sent me into a spiral of compulsive eating, like resentment, selfishness, dishonesty. Now I have the tools to identify them. I've been sort of trained in the instructions of OA um, using the principles of the big book of AA. I've been trained in recognizing those things and stopping whatever I'm doing, recognizing, acknowledging, texting my sponsor, the 10th step, and then immediately going to help somebody as that's, that's the full circle. That's to complete a 10th step the instructions are resolutely turn your attention to somebody you can help, right? And so this is really a program of you get to um, keep it, you get to keep your recovery only in as so much as you give it away, right? And that's not just a fancy saying, that's not just a, a cute little phrase that we use, that is reality. And that's been my experience and that's been the experience of a lot of folks that I've worked with in this program is that it, it is a must. It's not a, a nicety that we give it away. Like the, it's literally the 12th step, right? <laughs> it's literally part of our program. Um, and so I'll go into a little bit of what it was like when I was in the food, just so, you know, some of you might be able to relate, but some of the crazy things that I did other than of course, you know, wearing out my body with compulsive exercise was, um, you know, the purging part, um, I had a hard time living with people because I just wanted to be in the food, right? So as you can imagine, my relationships um, were not um, as, intimate, as intimate and authentic and honest as they could have been because I, my relationship with food was really more important to me than anybody else at the end of the day, no matter how much I wanted to be with somebody or how much I loved them my compulsion, I was so sick that it's like, okay, yeah, I really like you, but can you leave so I can, you know, stuff my face kind of thing, right? And I'm sure some of you can relate to that. So those are some of the things I did. Um, and I would live in crappy apartments just to be able to afford the luxury, quote unquote, of living by myself. Um, when I did have to live with people, um, I developed very tricky ways or thought thought I was tricky of, you know, like if I ate their food, I'd go out in the middle of the night and buy more. And then of course the panic sets in when I can't find the exact item and I'm running all over town in the middle of the night to try to find the exact uh, <laughs> item and then eat it down to the point of where they had it. I mean, those, those kinds of crazy things. Um, that's, that's what I used to do. Right. Um, and, you know, you know, stealing food from grocery stores, like I couldn't wait to get to the checkout counter. So I would start eating in the stores. And later on, you know, when I was working program, that was part of my amends was contacting the managers and, you know, calculating the amount that I estimated I owed and explaining, hey, this is, you know, what I did while I was in your store. I want to make this right as part of my amends. So, um, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. And then, you know, the purging too, you know, the puking in jars in my room and disposing of it later putting myself in dangerous situations, going out in the middle of the night to get food, no matter if it's snowing or rainy or, um, you know, just no regard for personal health and safety or no regard for anybody else, right? I mean, that's really 
I, I recognized how selfish I was when I got to program. So, you know, my finances, of course, were out of control. I would spend all my money on binging and purging, and then I would spend all my money on treatment, <laughs> which is the definition of crazy, right? Um, and then I'd, you know, work like three or four jobs to pay down my credit card that I had racked up, and then the cycle would continue. Um, and, you know, same with relationships, that it was very difficult to maintain healthy, authentic, stable uh, relationships. Um, and this wasn't because I didn't try, like I knew I had step one was never a problem for me. I totally recognized I have a problem, had a problem. Uh, and so I tried everything humanly possible, right? I tried diet plans. I tried having accountability buddies. I tried, um, you know, getting quote food sponsors where I'd call in my food. I try measuring and weighing. I try, um, portion control. I try hypnosis. I try going to India, meditating it away, uh, counseling, uh, eating disorder treatment center. So I tried everything from the quote, traditional treatment to the non-traditional treatment. I even, one time I flew across the country to go see a healer because I read about in a magazine, how he had healed somebody with bulimia. So one testimony, <laughs> sent me on a trip across the country. And of course, you know, it didn't work long-term, nothing did. So it wasn't because I wasn't trying. It wasn't because I didn't want to, but what I realized when I got to program was I was looking at it from the wrong perspective. I thought that food was my problem and all those things I mentioned, I just, I want to make the disclaimer. It might work for some people. It might work for some of you, you know, Jenny Craig works for some people, portion control works for some people, calling in your food or weighing and measuring works for some people. That's awesome. For me, it didn't. Okay. Because I'm what they call a chronic compulsive eater And the big book describes that, especially in the doctor's opinion section, which means that I am powerless over food and that without a spiritual solution, I will always go back to it. This tripped me up because human aid encompasses other people. So I was admitting I had a problem and I was seeking what I thought I was seeking help. And, that, you know, I was becoming desperate because I thought, well, here I am, I'm trying, but tr effort isn't enough, right? It had to be a total turning my life and will over to the care of a higher power because what I was doing was using food as a solution to my restlessness, irritability, discontent. I thought food was my problem but it wasn't. So when I got, when I found the 12 steps, I found um, the phone lines and it was kind of a meeting like this on the phone. It was somebody sharing her story. Um, and I totally related to what she said and the crazy things she did with food. And she was saying, yeah, you know, today I don't have to do that. I have a program. So I called her and we worked the steps very, very quickly um, because that's how the founders did it. Right. So the program I work is I don't use any other OA literature. I just use the big book of AA because again, that's what's worked for me. I was taken through the steps very quickly without helping others very quickly uh, because that's what the founders did, right? Because we give it away to keep it. And, you know, of course I felt like, okay, well, I'm not ready. I have to quote, have, you know, quote, abstinence uh, for years before I can help anybody else. And my sponsor explained, no, this is how the founders achieved and stayed abstinent they immediately went out and helped other people as soon as they were working steps 10 11 and 12 step 12 is carrying the message right so that for me 
I had tried everything else. I had exhausted all other options. So for me, the spiritual solution, uh, that is what, uh, that is what works. And today my life is totally different. Although on the outside, it looks the same. I have the same job. I have the same family, but I don't have to quote, manage my quote triggers anymore. Okay. I, I'm, it's, it's a totally different way of being. Cause I, I wake up. The first thing I do is step 11 prayer meditation. Um, I structure my life and my schedule around program, not the opposite. Whereas before, all the attempts at recovery before I sort of treated recovery like a hobby or like, okay, well, I'll do my work and then my family stuff. And then I'll, you know, I'll work on this recovery or I'll just journal about this or whatever. No, it has to be, well, like our reading said, right. In, in the meeting, like we have to put recovery first. Right. And the way I do that is I literally structure my life around program. And in that structure, I have found freedom. It's amazing. Like, I don't have to worry about going out, you know, to parties or situations, social events that would have just put me in a tailspin before. Um, I'm actually living with my elderly parents, helping them, which I never would have thought in a million years I would have been doing 10 years ago, right? Um, I can be of service and help because I have a power that's not rooted in my own faulty self-will. I have a power that's rooted in my higher power that guides my life and my life is simple today. It's not when I'm, when I'm making my monster to-do list for the day, I'm realizing, oh, okay, that's maybe too much. <laughs> so I get to stop and check myself and I, I'm okay with getting less checked off my to-do list as long as I'm doing God's will. I know I'm going to stay sober for that day from the food as long as I'm doing God's will. And I have a day at a time. I don't have a cure. I have a daily reprieve contingent upon my spiritual fitness. And so what I'd like to do, I'd like to read a passage from the big book, if that's okay, on pages 84 to 85 that really summarize how I feel the program has impacted my life and um, how my life is like today because of program. Uh, so this is just one of the many promises given to us um, in the big book, but for me, it's one of the most powerful ones. So it says, page 84, and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even compulsive eating, for by this time, sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in compulsive eating. If tempted, we recoil from it as from a hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we will find that this has happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude towards uh, food has been given us <clears throat> without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky, nor are we afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. And so I just love to leave you with those promises and um, if you would like a topic, um, the topic that I would suggest is how has the program helped your life or changed your life for the better? 